Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Traps, 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 What's up, people? I'm Hunter here. We got a brand new MMA Rose podcast. Me with the Greg Romero Wilson. <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, Thanks for using all possible variations of my name. And that's not on you. That's on me. I've course. used so many. To, I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I don't know. Is do I evolve as an artist? Do I just get bored with myself? I don't know what I, what it is. Yeah, all, I, I, all, all that matters is that you kill on stage and that you kill uh, in your acting. So fuck it. You, you need to be like you know, you know piece of shit you're still doing well thank you very much you know it's going pretty good the uh i just shot a big commercial nice another big commercial so that should be coming out this fall and i also got the print campaign Ooh. but i don't i gotta tell you um i don't know i don't know how proud of this work i'm going to be really yeah oh stop it's great you'll see though you'll see you'll see and you'll be like did i just see greg's ass in an airport so (laughs) and then you'll be like yep there's greg's ass that's awesome. Uh, by the way, I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, marijuana is legal in California. It's legal, all right? So get it delivered. Don't go to a dispensary. They're, they're, they're traps, okay? Gino will take care of you at speedweed.com. I'm telling you, THC sex have you tried it yet? Uh, no, we didn't try it. It saved my marriage, okay? It's the best thing I ever use. And because my dick's so big, I use two packets. Uh, Hello! That's what my wife said to you. I was like, oh, okay. nice. Uh, so, yeah, it's like um, she still believes in me. Still believes in me. <laughs> so, TAC sex lube, marijuana, all kinds of edibles, chocolate edibles. We have like, it's, it's going to be great. So, uh, definitely check it out. Speedweed.com. Check out speedweed.com. Also, I want to talk to you about Froggy MMA. It's time to forget everything you believe you know about frogs because this particular one will literally knock your shirts off. Okay, Froggy MMA. Yes, people, I'm talking about Froggy MMA. It is the new challenger in the ring, ready to take on the big guys with their new kick-ass collection of MMA gear. And listen, I don't care how tough you think you are. Some of you guys think you're so fucking tough. You're not that tough, okay? You can bet your bottom dollar that if you let these guys hit you with their gear, it will be an instant knockout. Boom, faster than Ben's Nascreen get knocked out. Five seconds, but you're out. You're out cold. Because their shirts and hoodies are so damn fluffy and comfortable, it will make grown-up men curl in a beautiful position with a huge grin on their face. I love doing that, uh, especially after sex. Every time I sleep, I I end up waking up in a complete fetal position. Really? Like it's comfortable. It is yeah. comfortable. I like it. Yeah. And I'm into it. And they're even softer than Bisbing after round two against Henderson. Okay. <laughs> These shirts feel so good on your skin, you'll never want to take them off again. Unless it's a change to another one. All right. They even got one for my little baby. They gave her a little baby onesie. She's, nice. It's her favorite thing to wear. Okay. You better get one each day of the week. Otherwise, I can guarantee you it'll become part of your body. You won't be able to take the thing off. Okay. And don't forget your your kids or the other half. My wife has a froggy MMA thing. I have a froggy MMA. Honestly, she never wears my shirts. She 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 wears a froggy MMA. Uh, really? Yeah. All right. And I'm telling you, and more, and they will love you forever being so considerate. You'll never have to fork out money for marriage or canceling. Nothing. Okay. There's more because this frog isn't in it for the money. They're not. It's for Chris and Joe, the founders of Froggy MMA. They're actually amazing people. They came to go see my show in Atlanta like three different times. Uh, I think it was in Tennessee. They came from Atlanta. Whoa. Uh, and they train with uh, 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 Lima, the, the Lima brothers. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're really good people, okay? And uh, they've taken themselves into the support the sport, and they know how frustrating it is to obtain sponsorships, to deal with promotional demands, and they're like, screw that. We're going to do it because of their love of the game. So, That's rad. so support them, okay? They're sponsoring Josh Danger Marrer, Chelsea Bandita Brooks, and Hurricane Heather Joe Clark. Yes, Heather. We love Heather, okay? And with yep. your help, they'll be able to uh, soon add more people to fighters to their families. So check them out. Froggy MMA. Froggy MMA. Follow them on Instagram. Follow them on Twitter. Check them out. Froggy MMA. Thank you. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, so, so yeah, I want to talk to you about all those things. Uh, life is good. Uh, I had I just got back from Arkansas. I did a week in Arkansas, and uh, it was fun. The, the shows were awesome. That was the best part. Um, this guy, like, it's funny, like how a new manager can change a club. Because before, it was oh, that's absolutely true. Change the whole vibe, the whole energy. Everything can change when somebody new is in charge. Yeah. yeah. So this this, this 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 guy came on, and like next thing I know, it's just younger people. It's like right, right. Oh, that's great. Uh, we were doing, you know, the radio station drew a lot of a lot of people, which is always good. That's great. You know, a, a good radio, radio appearance can really increase your numbers, man. It used to be amazing. Yeah. Then, it, then all with the internet, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, you know, everybody's podcasts and all kinds of things. No, that's true. Now they just go and look you up on YouTube and like, meh. Well, that. <laughs> well, we're also serious radio. People aren't really listening, but there are certain markets where people still have their loyal following. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, this, yeah. I still listen to the radio. And can I tell you, it makes me feel like, sometimes I'm like, is everyone looking at me like, look at the old guy listening to the radio in his car? But a lot of people like get in their cars, they're still listening to radio too. I mean, I have Amazon Music. I have, you know, uh, Spotify and that stuff. But to be honest... Uh, I don't want to do the work. It's just easier to turn on the radio. Well, Howard Stern has saved so many road trips for me. Well, that's uh, true. Yes, that is the best for killing time. Like three times a week. I'm like, what oh, you is that right? Is it down to three times, three a, week? times a week? But well, they then, can't pay them. They're out of subscribe. They got no subscribers. They have a lot of subscribers. I just, I just half and half the time it's like reruns. I'm like, what are you guys doing? It, it's the best thing on. It's the best. It's hilarious. It's still hilarious. I yeah. Mean, no, I. The guy has. I love it. Yeah. All kinds of different ways and. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, um, so I, I was in Arkansas and uh, I'm on stage and you know how like there's like the, like, sometimes there's an older guy and a younger guy together that don't seem to go together. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, oh, it was a, you know, a kidnapping gone wrong or something. Right, exactly. Just, so, I, so finally I'm like, do you owe him money? I'm like, how do you know these guys? He goes, the, the younger guy goes, funny story, 20 years ago I took this guy's daughter's virginity, right? Huh? Right, and then I, so everyone was like, "Oh my god!" Right, and then I was like, "Well, uh, well, how how was it? Uh, are you still dating her?" He's like, "No, I'm, now I'm gay." And, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, how bad was his, his, this guy's daughter's vagina where it turned you gay?" Like, and everyone's dying. I go, "Did anyone else bang this guy's daughter?" And then two gay guys in the front raised their hands. Get the fuck out of here! Well, they were kidding, but I, it was this perfect. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say, wait a minute, wait. A minute. Yeah, I was gonna say, wait a minute, wait a minute. This can't be true. This is getting it. We're into the realm of fantasy. No, that really but happened. That, yeah. No, but it happened. But they weren't actually. Yeah, they yeah, just, they okay. Actually so they, they just played along, and they actually had decent timing. Yes. Were they was, gay? Uh, yeah, the two guys were. All three of them were gay. Yeah, yeah. And you okay, so two the guys, two guys at the front, yeah. and now the guy that. Ba okay. And you could tell these guys were gay because they were just better dressed than everybody there. That sounds Sometimes right. You go to like Wichita or Arkansas or yeah. someplace, you just know, and you see, you're like, oh, these, this, this, this dude's gay. Uh, yeah. So, so that was that, and then, um, then I, uh, I got into a car accident, which was not good, and then also I got a, a careless driving ticket. Because the guy, I, I backed into somebody and I got a ticket for careless. It's actually a thing now. But I don't understand. I mean, who's to say you were being careless? Yeah. There, how is there, I mean, there's a difference between making a mistake. Yeah, I made a mistake. And and being careless, just right. being like, fuck you. Yeah. I mean, it's really, they wrote you an emotional ticket. Yeah, a careless. I'm like, I they accused you. Uh, they're like, listen, I'm looking at you. I feel like you were being reckless. Well, I thought it was going to be like a $1,000 ticket. It was 200 bucks. It's still, still ridiculous. still ridiculous. I mean, I should have a careless... Careless? I should have a careless, you were clearly being careless. I should have a careless living ticket. I mean, <laughs> my whole fucking life Careless father ticket. No, yeah. I'm kidding. You're a great dad. I'm a great dad, but like my whole life has been careless. Like I'm dropping out of college to become a comedian, like it's pretty fucking careless. Yeah. I mean, there's pretty much no chapter in my life where I, sh I could not have gotten a careless living ticket. So that was that. Then I get booked at this corporate event and money, 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 money. I don't even know what the event is. Like I just knew it was a corporate event. And then I get there and it's it's in Orlando in like the nicest the Gaylord Hotel. But oh yeah. Woo. You been there? No, but Gaylord hotels are resort hotels. It's the nicest hotel I've ever been. Yeah, in. they're usually pretty gaudy, they're pretty swank places. And I don't even know what I'm I'm doing here. And they're big on conventions. Me and James Connolly, uh, James P. Connolly, very funny comic. And uh I get there and they're like, oh, last year, I go, do I have to be clean or dirty? And they're like, oh, well, just keep it PG-ish. Like, well, last year we had Flo Rida as the entertainment. Right? Oh my, yeah. but he got half the crowd pregnant. <laughs> like, they were like, I'm like, oh, well, that's, 
Yeah, so Flowrider. Uh, Flowrider's the bar, I'll be okay. Yeah, so then I realized it's a human resources convention. Oh my God, oh wow. That's the stiffest of the stiffest. The Florida Human Resource Convention is what I'm before. That's at. horrible. Uh, yeah, first of all, I'm like, well, they're just gonna complain to, them, to them themselves. I mean, <laughs> during, the, during the- I'm reporting you to myself. So I, I go with James, and James is like a corporate comic, and he's a really good corporate So he's comic. really good at being super squeaky. But, but we did a show like years ago, and I went dirty, and he didn't, and I just, I just felt like I kind of dug him in a hole, you know, a little bit, just based on our, like, styles. Right. Like, and then, it, and so he was like, I don't care who goes first, you or me. So I was like, well, why don't you go first? That way I could be a little dirtier. You know what I'm saying? Like, that makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, the, so, so he, he went first. He, he crushed, right? Right. So then I go up there, and I'm getting, like, groans. You know, like, like ooh, ah, oh. <laughs> so then I go, listen, You should have gone first. Well, I go, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> But then at like minute like four or five, I gotta do 45. Right. I'm like, listen, you guys had flow rider last year, you know, but this is dirty. Why don't you just put a beat to my jokes? And then, nice. and then I won them over. Just all of a sudden it was pow, 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 pow. Like people were going nuts, right? Oh, okay, and great. I, and then I even said like, look, I'm not getting asked back here again next year. Like, so let's just have fun, you know? And after the show. And also who stole the budget that caused them to go from flow rider to Adam Hunter and James Peacock. Still the most money I've ever gotten but, but for a game. So someone oversold you then. Something, right. Okay. So anyway, but then after the show, people are coming up to you like, oh man, I had I had chest, my, my chest was hurting. Yeah. And you know what? I just saw the new, um, I just saw the new uh, Dave Chappelle special yeah. on the way over there. So that may have also been like, fuck it, I don't care. Like, look at this guy saying, you know? Yeah. And so then people were like, oh, that was the most I laughed. Thank you. This is comedy, blah, blah. But there was one lady that, because I gave out my, my business card to a bunch of people, and then one lady gave me my her, gave me my card back to me. I was like, she didn't want it, right? I was like, uh, okay. And I could see her just start pointing and like yelling and heading my direction. And as she's heading my direction, um, and I already got paid. Everyone said it was great. Right. So it wasn't this lady wasn't the person in charge. Yeah. Which would have been terrible. But people were taking pictures with me. Right, it's going great. You're selling, you're oh, taking a victory lap. That's getting her even angrier. Right. Like she can't even get to me. Right. Because she taking, wants to tell you she didn't like this. She didn't like that. Of course. Christian, I, I could just. But I'm like, you know what? I don't have time for this shit. Like, there would have been a time in my life where I would have been like, Hey, do you have a problem? Do you want to talk about this? Or do you want to discuss? I'm like, I just backed the fuck up and got got out of there. Right, you know, right, got, right. Got my right. check. Thank you. Goodbye. You know, flew back the next day. That's awesome. That's the right move. Yeah. You know why engage them? It's not going to help. They just want to. They just want to tell you. Yeah. It doesn't. Nothing's going to come of it except they. They want to get it off their chest that you know. Not everybody was so impressed. Right. Someone was m very unhappy yeah. with your jokes. It was, uh, yeah, of course. So that was, uh, that was that. And then today I, I went and like um, took my kid to her Zuga class or like mommy and me class. And there was another, there was a, she's walking now, my baby. And there was a girl that was like a older, maybe two, two and a half. And there was like a little window that the kids look out and you could see like the kids on the other side of the room. And the girl was looking, and my baby walked up to look at the window, and the girl pushed my kid down. It's like, and I, I was like, ready to throw down. Right, you know? you're like, like, go over there and shove that kid down. Yeah, yeah. Just start cracking heads, you know. Like, <laughs> as, but I, I'm like, I look over, and the, the nanny, the Mexican nanny or Salvador, you know, the Latin sure. nanny, was like, yelled at her. No, no, no. And you could tell she wanted to hit her, but I, the nannies can't hit kids. Totally. You know. But she grabbed her by the wrist and like yanked her away and was like, "You have to be nice to little kids." Like, then five minutes later, the kid came over again and was like taking swings at my kid. Like, oh my like, god! And, my kid, my kid, and Violet just got up and didn't even didn't even phase her. Yeah. Like she maybe because I wrestled with her a lot and like she didn't even like didn't even get emotionally upset. Just was like, like I was ready to cry. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was like, and then so then she goes to like wind up and I grabbed her. Which I hate grabbing another kid's, another person's child. Right, yeah. But I'm not going to let my kid... You don't let her hit your child? Like, no, no, no. That's it. That's where the line is. And I I, just, if you're not going to intervene, I'm going to intervene. And I just said, be gentle. And, and I go, like, be gentle. And started petting my daughter's hand. Like, And then she was being nice and gave her her rocker and being gentle. But I was like... Jesus Christ, that was like... Well, the kids don't know. Kids are just running... You know, they have all this energy. They have this battery that's supposed to power an adult-sized human in a tiny little baby. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, they don't know anything. They have zero operating system. Everything's new. Yeah. You know, is shoving down fun? Let me try. Oh, that is fun. Yeah, I'm going to shove everyone down. You know, there's no malice yet. You well, know? I don't know. It seemed like she was older. She was like two, two and a half, maybe three. She, she, was, she wasn't shoving down as like, this is fun. It was get. It was like <laughs> it was. You're looking at outside my window. Yeah. Like you're in my. Space. Which maybe so. I mean, two or three, they start developing those personalities. Some of them are just assholes. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, you have to learn retribution and you know consequence. Consequence is something you have to learn. So, which is why our parents used to hit us, so that we knew there was a very specific consequence for certain activities. I know. I, I, now, if the consequence if, is just go sit in your room, well, big fucking deal. I was going there anyway. You wonder if like. Those school shooters are like all those kids that just end up raging out on kids. If they if they were just hit a couple times, yeah, maybe they would have. Yeah, because they think there's no retribution waiting for them. So, so many people like that. Maybe I don't know. I can't. Well, I'm speculating. Not those kids, I don't really those know. People, those people in general. Like, like I was talking about that. How like um, how women, you know, how having a daughter is is amazing. I love it. But I know in the in the teenage years, it's going to be a lot harder than having a son. And I think it's because with men, you have, always have the fear of getting your ass kicked by another man. Well, no one's like, trying to put the penis in you when you're a dude. Well, that too. But, but, like, <laughs> but you can say certain things. To, like you say something to some, the wrong guy, you're going to get clocked. Yeah, yeah. Women, that, unless you're on World Star and there's a certain type of woman <laughs> that does that, you're, you're not, you don't have that fear of getting punched in the face for the most part. You yeah. don't have the fear of getting your ass kicked. So this is like, there's this evilness that just simmers and, and this... I don't know about this. I you don't haven't know. gotten your ass kicked. I don't know. I think if women... No, because women live in fear of males. You know, that a male can overpower them at any second. But women are a lot meaner to other women. To other women, right. Because they're not worried... Right, because they're in that regards, in regards to each other, yeah. yes, there's certainly less fear of a physical retribution. And it's also... I like, would imagine. And it's also I ain't got like a vagina. What do I fucking know? It's also much, much more of a long-term, like, pain. Of I'm gonna like put this person in pain for a long time versus a guy. It's like I'm gonna say something to you, hurt your feelings, get punched or don't. Where girls, it's like no, I'm I'm gonna ruin this whole year for you. Like like <laughs> like, 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 like 10th grade is over. <laughs> You're going down. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, 10th grade is so, over. God, thank God. You, can't, you remember that? I was thinking about that because it's back to school time, yeah. right? And all the all the kids have to go back back to school. It's like summer is so abbreviated. Now, I think they get like six weeks now. It used to be three full months. When I, was a little, yeah. when I was a little kid, it was three full months. And then it slowly started eroding. And it seems like that process hasn't stopped. Like now they're fully into June before they get out. And they start mid-August. Like it's just... But so for them, it's got to... And then they got to go back. Do you remember high school? Oh, it was the worst. You're stuck with people that you never want to talk to. Totally. And, it, the, and you go with such hope. You'd well, st- I, I would. I had hope I every year that this out. year was going to be different. And every year was like, nope, it's the same. Everyone's I, an I asshole. I got thrown out of my house. Why am I here? <laughs> yeah, I got thrown out of my house when I was 13. I sent to boarding school for troubled kids, which I hated. Uh, but Were you a, a troubled kid? Were you fighting or something? I was. Or was your dad just needed, he just away, needed a babysitter? I was running away from the house. Ah, uh, okay. To, I threw a couple punches at my stepmom once. Oh, I'll yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. I was just being a bully. I was bullying kids. I was getting bullied. Was just, so then you totally deserve to go to the school. Yeah. No, it was the best thing from, in, in the world. It was at Hyde. It changed my whole life. It yeah. Whole outlook. It was the I wouldn't be a comic. I wouldn't be living my dreams. I don't know where I'd be. Maybe in jail. Probably in jail. Probably just a piece of trash, yeah. Piece of shit, definitely. Um, I cared more about what people thought about me than what I thought about myself. And I cared about what the wrong kids thought. That was the the problem in my high school was the wrong kids got celebrated. It was the the assholes, the jerks, the mean kids. It wasn't the kids that were like good to other people or those kids were like soft. It was like the right. Those kids were pussies. It was like these anti-Semitic lacrosse players, you know, right. or, or it was just bullies. Yeah. Bullies were respected, and it was terrible. Long Island was fucking awful. For well, it's nice to know nothing's changed. <laughs> so. Yeah, in some ways, it's a lot. It's a lot like life and comedy and everything else, man. Uh, so you watch Bellator the weekend? I watched some of it. Okay. I, actually, I, I should say I watched one of it. Which what was the opening match? Whichever one the main card opening match was. Uh, wait, oh, oh, uh, Rickles. I watched Rickles. Oh, he, he got his ass kicked. Yeah. Great, great 
Uh, Great intro though. So. Yeah, I know. He's got the like a like some kind of jetpack and the and the and a, a piece a bucket of chicken on his head that was blowing gas out the top. Yeah, I, I was like, what the? F-? I guess it was a callback to somebody, but I didn't understand it. I was like, for me, it was probably his worst walkout of all his walkouts. I, I was he, like. I, I think he spent too much time on the walkout. Not, totally. Not, that's not. What I was thinking. I was like, this walkout's entirely too complicated. You need to be focused on your fucking fight right now, man. Yeah. That's I don't. That's always kind of like, does that ever really work? These huge elaborate walkouts? No, they don't. They're a total distraction. Total and complete distraction. Yeah. So uh, anyway, Bellator was good. There was like 15 finishes and 15 fights. Unfortunately, no one, I, I'm a huge fight fan. I have a podcast and I'm going on that DAZN app going, where the fuck are these fights? And then I'm like, oh, I have to go on the Bellator app to watch the prelim. So like, just have it on the same app. Dude, it, ever since that move, I disagreed with it then. I disagree with it now. I don't like UFC being on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, but everybody's trying to move it on to digital, and it's, it's kind of fucking everything up, man. UFC, at least they're like, you know what? As much as Fight Pass now sucks without the prelims, you don't, you don't have to switch from Fight Pass to ESPN. It's all on ESPN. Right, right. It's all on ESPN. But this has like, you got to go in the Bellator app and then you got to go on the zone. I'm like, what do you, and there's better fights in the Bellator app. There was so actually stupid. better fights on that thing. Yeah. It was, it was uh, Paige Van Zandt's Austin Vandeford one. And well, wasn't it actually on, it was on, but it was also broadcast on the Paramount Network. Was it no? Was it really? Yeah, because I watched it on the Paramount Network. I watched it. I, I had I recorded don't know where it. Where it's on? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it's all over the place. I don't think they know what to do with it anymore. It's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah. the DAZN move, at least ESPN, major brand. Everybody knows it. Everybody's got it. But to move over to DAZN, it's like, are you guys trying to make yourself less important? Are you it's trying to open more some, of a second fiddle? Like this is not smart. They had some great fights. Uh, they I must know. have offered them a bucket of money. Mitrione got fucked up. Matt, yeah. Matt Mitrione lost his fight. He seems to like, it's a hit or miss. I mean, his mouthpiece didn't fit <laughs> in the fight. It, it, it kept falling out. That's he, he didn't have a fitted mouthpiece. You're the main event. Yeah. You're the, you're the main event on a huge card. Everyone's there to see you, and you don't have your mouthpiece figured out? Like, your That's corner, like, you don't have, like, this is, it, it wouldn't fit. And then he got hit, and he looked for his mouthpiece, and he got knocked out. Like, <laughs> what an idiot! It's like, it's like he just didn't take it seriously. I mean, you have to think that if you're not even wearing a fit, that means you forgot your mouthpiece. Yeah. Don't have a backup with you, and had to find one. You can't get boiling water. Don't. Take, that's what I'm saying. Like he waited till last. It was like, where the fuck is it? Who fucking the fucking thing? So obviously he's not taking this shit seriously. I don't think he's been taking it seriously for a while. I think he's been just like, like fuck it, just taking checks. I'll keep fighting till you guys stop paying me. Kind of an attitude. It looked like after the fight he was still looking for his mouthpiece. Like, I, like <laughs> I swear, he was talking to the, the ref like, what, what are you stopping for? Like he was knocked out. It was clearly like ridiculous. So that was uh, that was that was that. Um, oh, by the way, this kid came to my show. Um, the, this kid that uh, he was fighting in the, in the uh, contender from Arkansas, uh-huh. uh, uh, TJ, and he came and he, and he fought on Dana White's contender, contender series and he, and he got the contract. Oh, nice. So I was, uh, I, I was super happy for him. Man. Good for that kid. Uh, nice, nice, really nice. There's so kid. many of these series, the contender series, the search, search looking for a fight series, the, yeah. the, like, how many of these series, and then not to mention the tough, yeah. ultimate fighter, it's like, how many of these duplicate series do well, you well, need? They're bringing that, that back, supposedly. And then, uh, Which one? Uh, to ultimate fighter. Ultimate fighter, yeah. Uh, Tim Johnson got knocked out. That was, uh, that was rough, because I like that guy. He, yeah. I know he was an Uber driver and a strip club uh, de- uh, bouncer. Well, guess what? <laughs> He's back. <laughs> and then uh, Alejandra Lara, this girl, she was the one who came in weighing in Save the Rainforest. Yes, I saw that one, too. And I, at first, I thought she was, like, I didn't realize the Amazon. I thought she was, like, talking about, like, growing a hairy bush. No, I didn't actually think that, but I thought it was kind of funny. But, uh, but she, I have a lot of respect for her coming out like that, that and making cool. a say. I really did, especially because the Amazon's on fire right now. I know that taller girl, I mean, she was super tall and all, but that was it. It seems yeah. like length was really all she had going for her. Yeah, the rainforest, yeah, the rainforest uh, girl won. And she yeah. Was, and then uh, Ricky Bandejas won. He was the guy that knocked out the kid from Ireland, the wannabe Conor McGregor, James Oh, Taylor. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he lost two in a row. Uh, <laughs> then he won. So Paige Van Zandt, so Austin Vanderford, 
So he 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 won. He looked great. He's now nine and zero. And they put like on the cover of some like I don't know USA MMA weekly or like Paige Van Zandt's boyfriend wins again. Oh my God, this guy he can't beat it. To which Paige Van Zandt tweeted out like he has a name. Yeah. You know, which she's right. Did she retire recently? No, no, no. She okay. Says, she has a, another fight in the UFC, but she said she's going to then explore her options. She said she makes more money on Instagram than fighting. There you go. Which, yeah. But if you lose the fighting component, you probably lose a lot of the... In, I mean, the Instagram thing will slowly melt. There's a million hot women. Totally. Uh, so, I mean, I wonder how much Holly Holmes making on Instagram. Not as much as Paige Van Zandt. Oh, uh, yeah. And Paige Van Zandt, like, also is a lot hotter than Holly Holmes. I mean, in your opinion. In most guys' opinions. In every guy except for you and I don't know whoever's banging her. <laughs> yeah, if she's even banging anybody, I'd be surprised if she was. I bet she's not banging anybody. So, but the thing about it was, I tweeted out, uh, you know, Paige Van Zandt promised uh, Vanderford anal sex if he wins. Last time he couldn't sit for two weeks, right? And um, <laughs> so then I love the way you just quit. Last time he couldn't sit for two weeks. Anyways, that's what I tweeted. So Paige Van Zandt comments because we're friends. She came to my yeah, show. yeah, yeah. No, she, she, she comments. Oh my God! Ha 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 ha! Right. To which like hundreds of people then like liked her th- or even liked her fucking response, and then and then she's like, uh, and then she put asterisk. She couldn't sit for two weeks. Like, oh, yeah. I know she's really going out of her way to like try and make him a man. You know what I mean? Like he's a man. He's a real man. He does it to me too. I swear he does. Like. I mean, it's tough because she wants him, you know, people to pay attention, but it hurts. She can't help being who she is. No, but but he's also though like he doesn't have that Brian Carroll. I don't right. I don't think it bothers him at all. I think he knows that that's just what it is. He doesn't give a fuck. And the thing about like Caraway Misha Tate, was Brian Caraway is a badass guy, but he's also like five eight or something or five seven. So you look at Caraway, they're, they're like the same size. They're in the same weight class. So you look to people. A lot of people shit on Brian Caraway because people thought they can take him, or at least. You think you could take him? Yeah. And also, he would do things like when he won, he like uh, there was a fighter. I think it was Pat Healy. One fight of the night, tested positive for weed. It then went to Brian Caraway, took the, got the money, and he goes, "Hey man, you shouldn't smoke pot or something." Something that pissed off everybody. Like, did he, right, like, right. Not only did he get the money, but he made like a PSA. That, right. Like, uh, here's why you shouldn't smoke weed, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like, something like so. People hated Caraway because of that. Yeah. And a bunch of other reasons. He happens to be a cool guy. But Vanderford's like a bigger dude. He's like a 170, and he's all like tatted up. So it doesn't work as well, like him being like Misha, being like wearing a strap on with like Paige wearing. Like she's more effeminate than Misha, and he's more masculine than Caraway. Okay. You know what? Nothing will ever be weirder than. Oh, Jesus, I just lost his name. Get, get, uh. Remember his the guy he was supposed to fight couldn't make weight, so he ended up just walking around the arena with the fucking belts like he won the belts. It's your was boy, it Gastelow. Gastelow. Oh, Gastelow. Yeah. He's the best. Dude, that shit will always stand out as the weird. Because everyone's like, where did he get those belts? What about Henry Cejudo now, though? Have you heard about his whole thing? No. So Henry Cejudo obviously is the two-time champ. So he now he called out. First he called out. He's calling out women now. First he called out Amanda Nunez. And then, and then he called out the girl uh, Shevchenko, and he goes for the intergender belt, right? I'm not against the idea. <laughs> so, but he's making like at first it was like aha joke. He's making like video after video after video. An intergender bender, I love it. Saying that like he's a real man, and people are calling him like cringe fest. And now he's just, like like doubling down and tripling down on this. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is ho- a horror show. <laughs> But you know what? I mean, listen, how, is this any different than Billie Jean King versus the other dude? Yes. You know, the battle of yes, the sexes? Yes, it is. Why? That guy was 90 years old, and it's tennis. Okay, not so... not getting the shit beaten out of him. Okay, well then, let, let you know, let them... Let's say that uh, he has to fight Gabriella... What's her name? Gabrielle... Gabby Garcia. Garcia. Gabby Garcia. Well, yeah, that's what Michael Chiesa said. He goes, what? He goes, well, no, if it's a man versus whatever, make it... And then he put a female versus Gabrielle Garcia. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Chiesa did. It's funny how, like, if I tweeted all of that, I would get flagged yeah. the fighter people are laughing it's like comics get flagged for you know why jokes. exactly because the, the bar is none for them and so if it's anywhere near funny it's like yeah but for us they're like you could do better that's a terrible joke <laughs> no, I, dude even if I make a joke like oh you know there are hot women in the blah 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 let's say and then put Brian Caraway or something like that people are like you know you're saying that women are less than men do better I'm like 
Fuck you. Okay? You'd be like, clearly I can't. This is what I came up with. I, I have 19,000 jokes, okay, yeah. per fucking day, all right? Find, <laughs> find one that you like better. Or, yeah. or don't. Or don't. Even okay. like Chappelle's yeah. thing. You clicked on my picture. Like, that's what he said. He goes, yeah. people complaining, you clicked on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you clicked on me and then you complained. No, no, fuck off. Yeah. Don't click. Like, yeah, absolutely. I, I, people I, want to be outraged. People are honestly, like, I think Chappelle is like, I have a whole new respect for him because he's 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 I haven't seen it yet. Oh. I've heard of it. I just couldn't believe Vice released an article that was critical like and then he still attacks he's misogynistic and, and he's, he's anti-trans and all this and then they show what he says and I'm like it's that, a fucking joke. I know. It's not that it's, it's I, a fucking joke. I just love that he doesn't care. And who was it? I think it was Joe DeRosa who was like, hey, Vice, you know, your little fucking millennial writers may not remember how your magazine started in the early 2000s, but some of us do. And that's true. Like, it used to just be about doing drugs well, and being total Vice, fucking degenerates. Vice become like the Proud Boy? Wasn't that the guy who started the Proud Boys? Was, was he, he originally one of the Vice like guys? The original Vice guy. And now he's like a alt-right. Alt-right, like, like, yeah. He started a gang of like... Well, no, Proud Boys. Wasn't that supposed to be a joke that just got out of control? No, I think this dude, like, legitimately... I, I, if it's the same guy, I think he started Vice and then took a whole... Different roads. Right, right. Like, I'm not defending Well, Vice was all about drugs and prostitutes and everything else. That's why it was called Vice. I remember there being, here's two articles I remember from early Vice. Okay, because we would read it. We'd be all coked up at the bar and we'd be like, have you seen this fucking magazine? Because, like, one of them was, just, they did a test. Uh, they did a glory hole test where they had a gay guy suck the guy's dick and a girl suck the guy's dick. And guess who won? Gay guy. The girl. Really? Yes! And everyone I've ever told that to was like, no, no, the gay guy. Told, no, I'm telling you, they did a blind the guy thing. Too aggressive with it or something? I, who knows? But the girl, he, he was like, that B. And they were like, but that was the girl. One gay guy, one girl. You'd have to do a, like 100 gay guys and 100 Sure, girls. but what I'm saying, that was the article they wrote. They did the actual blowjob test. Oh, yeah. Then the other one was a long article called Regulating Your Bumps. And it was all about how, like, okay, you do two rails to start, and then after that, you only need two bumps per hour. And just stick to that, and you won't get all fucking bleh out of your mind. Oh, wow. And so I've always kind of stuck you, to would that. You, would you take that test? I don't, if, I, if I knew there was a guy... No, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Some guys could do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I'd be, like, I'd be, like, trying to feel for, like, chin hairs or... Or, you know, or mustache grays or... Can I tell you something? This is a true story. I one time got a massage... Okay, it was part of a, it was the special at a, at a chiropractor. Right. Where you get the initial adjustment plus a therapeutic, you know, a sports massage. And I'm like, oh, okay, great, I love massages. It never dawned on me that it might be by a dude. Mm. And I've never had a massage by a dude before. Because I was just afraid I'd be uncomfortable. Oh, of course. So I go yeah. in there, and, and it's a guy who's like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, hey. And I, I'm like... You know, I'm gonna keep my pants on. I'll just take off the shirt. He's like, that's great. Yeah, do that. You just, uh, yeah. And then he like starts massaging me. He's like, all right, turn over. And he starts like doing my arms and everything. Then he starts, okay, he starts massaging my chest and his fucking arm hair, his fucking Robin Williams level arm hair uh, grazes my chin. Uh, and I immediately like, uh, uh, like, okay, stop touching me. Stop touching me. Like, dude. it got so fucking weird so fast. I couldn't, I didn't, couldn't have had to get over with fast enough. It's like every time I go through security and some fucking dude, like, gets up giving me a hand job through the, like, metal detector, like, at, at the airport. Yeah. Every time they start patting me down. And they grab your nuts? They, like, take the dude, back. Dude, your of, face they gets they you. Their, they take the back of their hand and they start, like, putting the back of their hand against my crotch. And I'm just like, I'm, and, and the look on my face is like, uh, like why is this happening to me? <laughs> uh, yeah, and also why in the fucking world do you not have TSA pre-check yet? I don't know. Dude, it is literally $85 and 10 minutes of your life, and it is the best thing you will ever do. I finally got uh, the other thing. My, my wife got it for my birthday. What, clear? Yeah, clear. Then how are, why are they touching you if it you have clear? Happened. I got it started last week. Oh, okay. But before, it was every time I was like, come on. All right, fights this week. Uh, Jessica Andrade against Wali Zhang. Yes. Uh, now, I think I speak for a lot of people when they go, who? <laughs> you know Andrade. Of course, but who the fuck is Zhang Blang Blang? It's in China. They got Zhang Blang Ding like, Dong. 19 and 1. She's got a win over Tisha Torres. Uh, by the way, have you seen the fight before that with BJ Penn? 
Yes, I have. I did see that, and apparently the videos are out of order. Like, the first one is him getting smacked out. Which the guy hit him with, he hit him on the button with, like, a, he just swatted at him and cut him on the button. Yeah. What The second fight, where he's got the guy face down and is pummeling him, that's clearly what, the, happened. what happens. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you think you're ready to take on a real UFC fighter. And even if you do land a lucky fucking shot lucky. and knock him out for a second, you know, that's what's coming next. Because yeah. he just got up and fucking took him down and was pummeling the fuck out of him. And it took five people to get him off. Two of them were women. Yeah, they were kicking him. Kicking while he was him down there. while he was down there. But what is BJ Penn doing? This is a what is he doing? Well, strip club in like the month. It sounds like it, I hate to say this, and I'm not saying this to be a dick. I'm not saying this because I want it to be true. But this type of behavior sounds like CTE. You also, it's also enabling. You have BJ Penn is the president of Hawaii. Like he walks around in Hawaii. Like, I mean, he's royalty in Hawaii. So he's got 20, 25 yes men right, following right. around, getting them, buying them drinks. Who knows what else, Coke and drinks and whatever else they're doing. And this is the kind of shit that happens. Yeah. He's just saying whatever Well, and anytime you're that popular, there are other guys who are jealous. That guy's girl was probably like, I hear BJ's pen's there. I hear BJ's there, you know? And he was probably like, fuck this guy, you know? And and that's what happens. But when, it's still sad. Because and it's also no know. woman will ever be feel that way about me, you know? But it's also sad know. because this dude is one of the top three fighters of all time, possibly top ten, top ten fighters of all time. Definitely one of the most gifted and talented. I mean, he's just, there was a point when he beat Sean Shirk, when he beat Kenny Florian, when he beat, I think it was, it was Diego. He beat. When he he beat these guys like the top guys. Yeah. I mean, he beat Matt Hughes when nobody beat Matt Hughes. And now, what is he doing? He's getting dropped by fat guys at strip clubs outside. Yeah. Stop. He. he I don't know why he's fighting Nick Lentz. I like Nick Lentz. He's a buddy of mine. But what what is he doing? You're you're he's he's. He's not won in eight years. He's like 0-10 in his last 10 fights. Maybe with one draw against John Fitch, I believe. And that was years and years and years ago. There's no point. I don't know what, I love Dana White. He's a friend of mine, but I understand he feels a loyalty to certain people who are loyal to him. But give him a desk job. Have him as an ambassador. You know, he's, I know he works at the UFC gyms and this and that, but there's no point. Yeah. It really isn't. He's risking everything for what? You know what I mean? I mean, but at the same time, it, to me, and this is obviously with only seeing part of this fucking little book, but it looked like the other dude came after BJ. But who knows what was said before that? Who knows what was said before that? Who knows, yeah. uh, in the last, what are you doing, by the way? Nothing. I'm just, I got a big, uh, I have my last uh, fantasy football draft uh, in 45 minutes. Have you ever made any money? That's yes. Oh my God. Yes. How much have you made? I mean, grand total. I mean, only make a couple hundred a year. Like, if you get first place, because I play in fairly low stakes leagues. So, if you get first place, like 400 bucks. So, I've won 400 bucks, like, you know, I don't know, three, four times. Then I've gotten second place money, which is usually like, you know, two, yeah. 300 bucks. And I've gotten that, like, you know, three, four times. And then uh, third place money, I've gotten that a couple of times. By the way, Desmond Howard apologizing was such bullshit. You hear what he did? Yeah, what did he say? I did see this. He he did a thing of like he did a oh about Andrew Luck retiring. Is that what? No, it was something about Wayne Brady. When Brady, he goes, I'm Wayne Brady, bitch. Oh yeah, he, he said, said no, I'm, he, I'm whatever, bitch. No, he said you might have to choke a bitch. Might, yeah. And then he said he was quoting Wayne Brady from the Chappelle that. show. And everyone knew that. But okay, the problem wasn't that. That wasn't the problem at all. The problem was he said choke a bitch. But that's what fucking what at Disney said. World. On a family broadcast on ABC, oh, which is owned. That family. You got guys, yes, guys yes. Fucking hitting each other in the helmets. You, you can't say about? choke a bitch. You cannot do it. It's it was, daytime it TV. Families are. It, it doesn't was, matter. Oh, you don't quote. Come on. What are you gonna quote a porno next? Like, uh, uh, deeper, yeah, daddy. He's, he's, deeper. You like so, no. You Listen. You know what the deal is when you take that job. Actually, He'd been doing it for a while. Choke a. But you don't say choke a bitch on ABC. Prime. You know. A daytime but there are guys out there that are fucking actually choking bitches that aren't apologizing but it's they're not on ABC saying it to fucking America it does matter you're wrong he should have apologized yes because he wants to keep his fucking job but he shouldn't have to apologize everyone should know he was just being that's a joke you can't make it's the whole you can't get out there no absolutely not
you got to read the room. You got to know your platform. It's not a podcast. It's not the Howard. You go on the Howard Stern show and say "choke a bitch," and you're clearly quoting that. And people ask you to apologize. I mean, no, fuck no. I was on the Howard Stern show, but when you're on ABC Sports, you went out of your fucking mind, man. Uh, I, I, I understand it, but this it's lame. It's lame to me. It's lame. Of course, it's lame. Yeah, it's just, I know it's lame, but this is the world we live in. I, I, I don't like this world anymore. All right, so. Uh, well, there's the door. <laughs> Well, and that's why people, and can I tell you something? That's why people move out to the middle of nowhere. Because they're like, fuck all you people. I'm just going to go buy, I'm just going to go buy own land, put a big old fucking fence around it, and live my life. Or Canada. And believe whatever I want, and watch whatever I want, and say whatever I want. Yeah, but I've been to those places. It takes like, those are the longest days of my life. Oh yeah, they're horrible. There's nothing I mean, to do. Like, it's like having a child. Having a child, people are like, oh, the year went by fast. The years went by fast. The days were the longest days. <laughs> like, I, 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 last night, my, my kid got up. I got home. I, had, I got home from Orlando. I took a nap uh, for a couple hours. Took my kid to the park. I got home. My wife yelled at me because I wasn't paying attention. But the thing is, I'm at the park with the kid on the swings and there, this and that. And then she comes home. So now... Anybody that texted me, I just want to text back because I have all these like, can you do the show or that show or the Laugh Factory and my agent's hitting me up. And then she's like, pay attention to me. I'm like, okay, but let me just, like, I had no time to get this done. Like, right, just, right. we'll tell you, this is family time. I'm like, okay. And she's like, do it at the Laugh Factory. Uh, you know, because I had to gig at the Long Beach Laugh Factory. You know? Okay, right. So then I was like, all right, okay, all right. Uh, I'll, maybe I'll just do it while I'm driving. All right. So then I'm like, so then I, I pay attention to her, you know, blah, blah, blah. She tells me, like, I'm thinking about, quitting my job and becoming a Pilates instructor or a yoga teacher. So I'm like, okay, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is realistic. Yeah. <laughs> so then I, I go to the Laugh Factory, I follow Darren Carter, that was fun. You know, then I do another show, an all Mexican show. I don't even know if anybody at some restaurant, it was like down here. But I get home, it's 11.30. Uh, I find out that like some, some shit went down that I was, like made me furious. Like, some uh, CD, DVD you, I did is now on. Anyway, yada yada. I may have signed away some rights. Like, ugh. Oh. So then, so then, wife comes out. Now you know how Taylor Swift feels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I would love to know how Taylor Swift so feels. So then midnight comes around. Right, baby's up. Baby's not going to bed now because she's like, mom and dad are both home. Fun time. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So now I'm walking. I'm walking. Then my wife tries to get her to bed. Throws the baby on me at one o'clock in the morning. She won't sleep. You take care of her, right? Okay. Now I'm walking back. Well, but she works too, I so. Six hours. Yep. I'm walking back. Walking I'm around. 45 minutes of this. Put her. She's sleeping. Put her in the crib. Wakes up like that. Ah! I'm like, okay. Now she comes on the bed with us. Sleeps on me. You know, like just. I forgot what even. Anyway, so then wake up at seven o'clock in the morning. Longest days. Seven o'clock in the morning. My, my wife's like. Now, I can't even take a shower because she, she shit on, like, the, the chair. The, the, the last, baby did. The last baby Not chair. your wife. No, my, my wife. Yeah. So my, my wife said, <laughs> I was like, well, put on a bathing suit and have her bring her in the shower with you. Maybe she'll, she'll like it. She's, you, you would think that the exorcist came in. Ah, ah, you know, like, of course that didn't fucking work. Right, so right. Then, it's the longest fucking day, I'm going to say. Anyway, uh... But, well, that, you know, listen. I love it. All right. And the other part is it isn't like that forever. All of it's transient. It all comes, you know what I mean? It all evolves away. Someday that won't be the case. Someday. No, it's, it's the best. Look, look, I'm fortunate enough that I'm a father that can spend time with his daughter. Absolutely. And that is the, Absolutely. And there's that. And she's I'm so, so adorable. She's so freaking adorable. It is unstoppable how adorable I'm she is. I'm so happy that I picked comedy as my profession where I get to spend the days with my kid. Like, I feel I would, sorry for other people who have ugly babies <laughs> because your baby's so fucking cute it's like but she, yeah she's she's like and she knows it and then she's like and now she's this thing where she kisses like there's a book that we like it's about kissing she kisses the boy in the book but she keeps kissing the same boy um, uh, I, I think she's she already got one. favorites yeah, yeah she's got is one. it the black kid she, she likes she loves black people like like I hate to we, we tried out white nannies and black nannies and it seems like she likes the black nannies better yeah so there you go but my wife said to me she's like you know sometimes like nannies take shifts like the girl can only come from 11 to 2 and 2 to 6. My wife's like, you think that our nanny, our primary nanny is going to get upset that we only have black people work for us? 
I'm like, no, it means that maybe we trust black people. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I think that we're like, I don't think it's, look at it as like, yeah, I want black people to take care of my kid. Yeah. Like, like that's like shows, I think it says more about, I think it's a more, you know, saying this is who I trust with my kid. I mean, that's, that's a huge, like when you, when you, your child, my child. That's like, saying, listen, I'm just picking whoever works best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, but she seems to really like black people. Um, and it's just, it's, it's fun though, because there's no, it's fun also seeing like the, when I put her in these, these mommy and me classes, like today there was a little Asian boy that she kept trying to give her toy to, and he kept running away. And the father was like, didn't know how, to, like he was very Asian. You know, Asian people are very nervous. Yeah. Like her, it was like, it was a grandfather. Not all, but yes, generally. For the most part, Asian yes. people are nervous be, uh, about other races. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was super cute. She's kept liking this one. I don't know when racism starts. Do you think, do you think Asians are purely human? <laughs> You have a bit about this. No, I, yeah, I got it. It's a bit that I've tried it. I've tried it out. I'm just. Uh, I mean, I've tried it before and it never worked. But I was always like, I was like, when are we going to realize they're part alien? I mean, look at the drawings of aliens. No, Glebe had that though. How they take pictures of the, how they how they, how they always have cameras and they're right, right. You know, oh, that's right. He had one, but but I, that was mine that I tried one time. It didn't work, so it didn't become a real bit. But it was just uh, about like, come on, look at the drawings of aliens. Dude, now look at Asian. Who's got Glebe running for president? I mean, I think it's to be honest, I. I I think it's silly. But he's really going No, I, I know. But think about it. Here's the problem, okay? Because his whole thing, initially, I mean, now he's trying to be far more serious about it. And okay, great. But initially, it was like, you know, he's a heckler, and he needs a comedian to debate him. Which is okay. the stupidest argument ever. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, so what you're saying is, you have to win the Democratic nomination for president just so we can fulfill the gag of you debating President Trump. Is that what you're saying? We have to throw away an election and give this guy four more years because we want to see you, we want to see him debate a real comedian. That is cuckoo There's probably been, what, a million comedians in this world? Uh, I don't know how many history of time. Yeah. I mean, the only one that I think would even be somewhat qualified would be Jon Stewart. Jon Stewart. You know, that's one in a million. Right, exactly. It's not like... Everybody who's a comedian would should just be a pre- like that's the stupidest thing. Exactly, and I mean, it's so and this thing. So as a gag, I think it's a great gag, but as a real thing, I think it's a waste of so time. Ronald Reagan was an actor. You uh, had more like athletes in some way. Yeah, a number of actors. I mean, you had that one guy that was on Law and Order, Fred Thompson. He wound up being a U.S. senator from the state of Tennessee. So yeah. you've had more actors, but we have had a few comedians. Obviously, we had. Uh, What's his name up in Minnesota who got thrown out he for... He wasn't really a comedian. He was more of a comedian. He was a sketch comedy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was on SNL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a comedy. He was a comedian. Right. You know? So, I mean, he was never my favorite comedian, but he was a comedian. No, he wasn't a comedian. Well, I mean, his comedian says that he did sketch comedy. He was a sketch comedian. Right. Yeah. But, like, Will Farrell's not a comedian. He's a sketch comedian. You're right. It requires the qualifier. The sketch actor. Sketch comedian. He's not a comedian. All right, well, anyway. All right. Uh... <laughs> Every sketch listener to this is going to be like, fuck you, we are comedians. Can I tell no, you that? Not. Can I tell you that when I was in Troupe Improv, everyone knows if you say comedian, that means stand-up. Yeah. Otherwise, it requires the qualifier, sketch, improv, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so... When I used to be in Troop Improv, that's what drove me crazy. Because I go to parties and like some people be like, "Oh my God, the Adams guys are blah blah," and they'll be like, "They'd be like, oh, they're comedians." And they're like, "Oh, you're a comedian? Tell me a joke." And I'm like, "Well, I'm not a comedian like that." It's the most uh, misused word. It's, <coughs> it's like actor. Oh, I'm an actor. Oh, have you ever made a, any living at it? Unless you make a living at something, you're not a professional. Or at least get paid. Because there are years where you're paid, but you aren't fully making your living. As a comic, you mean? Yeah, as, a, as an actor, yeah. as a comic, especially there are years that after you've had yeah, a living so for a while doing it, then you have years annoying. where you annoying don't make a living at it, mics. and you're like, what the fuck happened? It's someone that three open mics to go, I'm a comic. Uh, no, I know. That's, I, that, one, that was one of the funniest stories in New York when I did the big uh, Madhouse show in Times Square, we had all these interns that would hand out free flyers, uh, free tickets all day in like uh, Central Park and stuff. So what I'm in, I'm in Central Park and I see what the flyer people are like, oh my God, you're the Greg Wilson. I'm like, yeah, he goes, dude, I'm out here. I'm selling tickets to your show all day long. That's what I do. I'm like, great. He's like, and then I see him again like two weeks later and I'm back at Central Park and he's like, hey, Greg, oh my God, I'm just like you now. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what? He goes, I'm a comedian now. I'm like, what? He goes, I did an open mic the other day. I was like, Oh boy, it's it's it's, it's funny. It's, it's you're crazy. not a comedian now. You've now tried stand up. Yeah, right. Of course. I mean, people help. You know what? The sad part, and I get it. I get it. People hit me up all the time on my DMs, going, uh, "Hey, 
I just did stand up for the first time. Can you watch my set? Right. It's like, what nope. <laughs> I mean, it's hard because I don't want to be a dick, but I try telling them, hey, listen, it doesn't matter what I think. Um, it doesn't. It matters. It doesn't matter what you're doing right now because you're not going to do it in five years. You know, yeah. or three years or four years. Yeah. What matters is you're getting on stage. It's like so. There's really nothing I could tell you except for have fun, and, which is not even really true. I probably could dissect the guy's fucking act. No, totally. I but I mean, they're asking the you exactly. They're asking you to take. I mean, it takes time. And it's also a skill, you know. And you have like, a million things to do. That's a value. That's also a, a value. People pay me a hundred dollars an hour to do that. Exactly. You know, it's just like, exactly. You know, I, I, and I don't want to be a dick about it. I mean, you're already overcharging. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not because I will. Because I will seriously sit down with you for uh, and, and go over every. But but you have to be serious about it. Like yeah. people say, hey, uh, is it, can I come over and help you? And they they just tell me their bits. I'm like, dude, if I don't see it typed out. Dude, okay. I've had so many people try to. Well, some I prefer to people just tell me. I want to hear them actually deliver it. Um, but. I've had so many people try and sneak it in there, like, let me just run this by you, let me run this. I'm like, no, 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 I don't, I, I don't want to hear this. But I got to see the words because so many times, like, I have to see, I just have, to me, I'm, I'm more of a, I have Everybody to works see. different, and we write that way, too. Some people have to write, 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 and some people can improv. Yeah, but, you know? but so many times people are wasting words, and basically I'm just cutting out, like, you don't need Right, this. totally, totally. The, the economy of words is a big, big, big not, part of it. You're not, you know, this is what you're, what, why are you saying this? What's the point of this? Totally. Well, you know, when you're a young comic, you think more words makes it longer, and longer means it's a longer bit. And it's like, no, 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 you're doing, the people go like, I could do 10 minutes. I'm like, okay, so that to me, that means if you can do 10 minutes, I know that you're doing three minutes of comedy and seven minutes of talking. Yeah. And that you, if you cut out that seven minutes, that three minutes is going to be done. How many laughs per minute are you getting? If you, if you're getting, if you're doing 10 minutes and you're getting at least five or six laughs per minute, you really have 10 minutes, but you, it's not usually the case. No. It's usually like, like six minutes of setup. One big reveal at the end. Right, and, and you're like, you just wasted our time. It wasn't worth it. Every, everybody in the crowd tuned out. Yeah. You, you know, anyway, I got in trouble on, on a, a cruise ship. They said I did too many jokes. <laughs> they, Dude, the shit you get in trouble for. Said, I got thrown out of my own show in Dallas on Saturday night for doing coke in the manager's office. But that is for another time. All right, well, listen, thank you, Greg. Uh, Thanks, buddy. I love you, man. I wish I could stay longer. You know that. Trap, sauce, and trap, don't